This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It sure is. Yes, it is. We're back. We're out of Vegas. I, I've, I've slept for the last five days since <laughs> we got back from Vegas. Ben goes hard, guys. I am the old couple. I'm officially the old couple. Jared and I were in bed, well, by by one every night. So that's pretty yeah, early you never, Vegas. you never went out with us. No, because what's the point of going out when you have your person? I mean, probably the same reason I would go out, just because I feel like I'd miss out on something. I'm not going to miss out on anything if I'm with my love. <laughs> Is oh my that gosh. weird? That's like, I've, I've never liked going out really, but it used to be yeah. way more tolerable when I was single because that's when you're like, what could happen? I could meet the love of my life tonight, right? And then when, uh, since we've been coupled up, I've just been like, there's absolutely no point to going out. I'd like to have dinners with my friends. I like to hang out in the green room with you guys and talk, but I don't need to drink. No, I, I get it. No, and I actually, Ashley, I felt old this trip also because um, Jason and Blake came with us. Yeah. And I was, I bet I was in bed three hours before them every night. And I still felt like I had been hit by a, a semi truck. Um, Speaking of love, Ash, we have a huge, huge guest in the podcast. Uh, this person found love uh, not on Paradise, but within the Bachelor franchise, which seems to happen more often than not. We're also in this podcast going to talk to Grocery Store Joe, um, probably the biggest name in the Bachelor franchise right now, bigger than even Colton. Uh, he is on <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. We're going to see how he's doing. And we have some massive bachelor news um it's gonna be a great podcast welcome to the off season uh and hey just to get this thing started happy birthday nick vile it was his you went and celebrated with him and uh you know what he's a good dude he's a good representation of this franchise i agree isn't that crazy that joe is bigger than colton right now yeah yeah i don't think that will last i think this will be kind of a uh um just a dance with the stars, you know, time period. And then Colton will take over. Uh, by the way, I just want to apologize everybody out there uh, listening. If you hear me swear, cuss, punch, kick, or <laughs> the, the Chicago Cubs are currently playing the Milwaukee Brewers and uh, it's October. It's, it's fall. And I am in baseball mode. we have to win. So with that, this podcast is more important. Let's bring on Angela. Yeah. Angela, you're out there. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Angela. We're good. How are you? Good. I'm glad to be back on in this fall. Well, last time you were on, we were talking about Eric, and then we saw <laughs> your entire story with him unfold. Were you secretly talking to Clay back when you were recording that podcast about two months ago? Um, I actually was not at that point. Oh. I definitely. I know, right? I actually was not talking to Clay at that point. I was still... Like, man, Paradise didn't work out for me. Now I'm kind of back at square one. This stinks. <laughs> so, yeah. How did you all meet? Talking then. Um, so how we met. So basically, Chris Randone um, was, you know, my best guy friend from the show besides John. They were kind of my two closest guy friends from Paradise. And um, very, very, very early in Paradise, Chris and Kenny and I were all in the pool, and we were all kind of going over, um, you know, our list 
of who we were hoping to show up. Yeah. And I was, you know, they asked me about mine and I said, you know, who I really thought I would maybe hit it off with was Clay. And literally before the words even came out of my mouth, Chris was like, oh my gosh, stop it. You guys would be perfect together. He's my boy, blah, blah, blah. And like he, Chris was just all about it. He was like, this, you guys, like, you know how Chris gets all excited. Yeah. And um, I was like, really? And he was like, listen, he's like, if nothing works out for you here after the show, like, this is happening. I'm going to hook it up. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it. They said he wasn't coming probably because he was focusing on football. And so, you know, that was kind of the last that I thought about it. I was like, I'm going to focus on who's here. I really want a relationship out of paradise. And so I kind of put it in the back of my mind. And, um, yeah, and then lo and behold, uh, a little while later, I actually, it's so funny, I was taking a nap, and I don't ever take naps, and <laughs> I, had, I woke up from this nap, and uh, I had a text from Chris, and he was like, hey, what's your, like, situation right now, asking for a friend, dot, 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 oh. and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> and it's kind of like the rest of history, it's insane. So then when did you actually is- meet? So we actually met, um, I went out to Phoenix, um, and we met up, and we spent um, a couple of days in Phoenix, and then we were in L.A. for a while, and honestly, like, we've been together so much, like, ever since then. Like, yes, we're long distance, but it doesn't feel like it, just because we're constantly together. Um, I was just with him this morning. Um, I, we were in Miami with Crystal and Chris for a couple of weekends and um, I just flew up to Boston so I'm in Boston right now um, and then I'm flying back to Chicago on Friday to see him so it's like we only do a couple of days at a time oh that's so great I don't know I like my heart is so happy y'all it's the same what was it about him initially that attracted you to him like what was it so, that kind of drew you in yeah so it's really funny because you know I only got to see one episode before we left to film for Paradise because I was there as like part of the original cast and everybody from the original cast only got to see the one episode. It was the very first episode. And um, I just remember that they did like a package on him, uh, like an intro package video. And it, you know, they showed him like with his family and helping his mamas and, you know, he was with dogs. I mean, it just, and like football, of course. So my dad's a football coach. You guys saw on the show, I was out there throwing football with the guys. It's, just, it's always been a big part of my life. Um, so it's like the family values. He just seemed, you know, he likes football, he likes sports. And then he just seemed like a genuine dude who was, you know, ready to settle down. It didn't seem like fame was important to him. Um, and so it just seemed like, you know, maybe we would be on the same level of like what we were looking for. And um, I, I was right. <laughs> so it's really great because, you know, he's 31 and he's kind of looking for that next step in his life. So, you know, wanting to settle down and that's what I'm looking for. Um, so, so far, so good. Yeah. So he is living in Chicago and you are living where? Mm-hmm. I'm still in South Carolina. Um, and so I've kind of thought before Paradise, I was going to maybe move to Nashville. And that's still kind of the plan. But I don't know. There's been, you know, we've we're talking there's been some things that we're talking about so you know i'm kind of it's great because our schedules are super flexible right now so you know it's kind of like anything is a possibility at this point so 
So he's not picked up by an NFL team right now. So he kind of has freedom to move anywhere. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. He is um, still a free agent. So he's just kind of like waiting for the call. Um, but like, you know, he still works out and trains every day and he's staying ready. So, you know, if he gets picked up, then, you know, I can kind of go wherever, he, you know, he gets picked up or whatever. So it's kind of a perfect time. Like, I feel like timing is always very important in a relationship. And I feel like time, the timing is right for us. Like, right now, okay. What kind of reaction did you guys get when you posted that picture, <laughs> oh. which I think you posted the day after... Eric and you had the big falling out. Okay. Y'all, I honestly, mind blown. Okay. First <laughs> off, Clay, Clay went rogue on me, and he was driving to his brother's house. So he's in Phoenix. He was driving to his brother's house. who lives in Denver, and he was bored, I guess, driving, and he starts doing one of those little Q&A things on Instagram. Uh-huh. And I'm just, you know, whatever. And then... Somebody asked him, I think, like, oh, would you be the bachelor if they asked you? And he's like, well, if I was single and this, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, wait, so you're not single? It was just just like a domino effect. And then he started, I I had no idea what was going on. Then he starts being like, well, um, it's somebody from Boston. Like, he just starts playing, like, throwing these clues out. And I'm like, what are you doing? Because, like, we hadn't really, we had talked about, like, oh, maybe we should post something, like, soon. Just, you know, because we didn't want to wait anymore. You know, it's you know, semi-new, and you're just excited, you know, you want to share it, and, um, you know, we've been having to kind of hide a little bit, so he kind of went rogue and just was throwing out all of these clues, and he's like, all right, I'm going to post my Women Crush Wednesday, first one ever, tomorrow at noon. Literally, people were, like, counting down, like, messaging him, like, it's noon, and he was like, I'm on West, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I'm like, it's just us, like, we're just normal, like, we were blown away that everyone cared so much and it was a really positive response which obviously made me really happy and him really happy and you know we I think we just didn't anticipate any of that happening (laughs) so it was a little little overwhelming it was so cool people are so excited for you guys I know it's it really makes me so happy to like have the support from everybody because you just never know. You know, people on social media can be really mean and like you never know how anybody's gonna react. And, you know, it was just a positive like I really don't think I saw like one negative comment. That's how Jared so, and I felt when we came out about it too. We were like, Oh, it'll be a mixed bag but it was right? like ninety nine percent positive. Everybody was so happy and I was like like I just didn't anticipate people caring that much. I mean, like us weekly, we posted it. There was articles being written, and I'm just like, wow, like this is weird because I'm not, you know, I'm not used to that. Um, people yeah, love so love. I mean, That's why they love right? the show. Yeah, know, and then you get a couple coming me. off of it, like you two. It's we, you know, people want to celebrate you. Yeah, I, I mean, and I appreciate that because I want to celebrate us just because it's like it's been so long since I've been like this happy. And it's just, I feel like, honestly, he's everything that I've been looking for. And it's just like, wow, this is, this is happening finally. Like, I, you know, I've been waiting and waiting and I didn't want to settle. And I just, you know, I'm glad that I never settled. It's, uh, it's crazy. Ashley and I were just talking about it. And then I've talked about it a lot this last couple of weeks. This small little decisions in your life can lead to something so big and so macro like this. And so all these little things like going on paradise and paradise, not working and being mistreated or past relationships or whatever it was. 
uh, Chris, knowing Clay, who Clay signed up for the same seat, all this stuff led to this point now where your life will, no matter what, if this works out or not, be changed forever. And and that's awesome. And it's something to celebrate. So uh, so we're really happy for you. Uh, we, we both, Ashley and I both really engaged in your storyline on Paradise. We didn't love it. Uh, we liked you. <laughs> no, we love we her. Like... Huh? We love her. We just didn't. That's what I said. Yeah, I said yeah, yeah. We didn't love it. We love you. Yeah. Um, but it was it was tough to watch because you kind of put yourself out there. You had some great dates, and and it just didn't work out the way that you wanted it to. Are, the, yeah, are, were you hurt by that? Was that a very real time for you, or were you ready to move on and get out of there? No, I I was honestly like super blindsided. I was very hurt, and it was it was hard for me to watch back, especially me crying all the time. Um, you know, because I it was. It, I got emotional watching it back because I, I just didn't expect that um, from Eric, you know. And and I don't think Eric's a bad person. Him and I are totally fine. Like we've talked, we've seen each other. Everything passed out. I don't think he's a bad person at all. Like people, you know, are allowed to feel what they feel. They're allowed to, you know, make mistakes. He admitted it. You know, it backfired. Like, you know, everything. But I feel like it just all goes back to everything happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. I, I had to go through that and grow somehow for this to happen. Like, if, you know, if I would have stuck around or, if, you know, he wouldn't have gone on that date. You know, if you always go back and, and think which path would have been this, which, you know, which path would have led you here. And I feel like I'm so happy. Like, yes, I was so hurt, so upset. Um, I basically had a little bit of a breakdown. <laughs> and um, I, you know, it was not embarrassing, but it, you know, it just shows like it was raw. Like when you're, I don't think people realize when you're in it, you know, it's, it's real. It's a real thing that you're going through, but I'm, I'm very happy that, you know, I went through those lows to now get to the highs of where I am because, you know, I'm, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, you sound so happy. All right. Well, I literally like go up to people and they're like, you're glowing. <laughs> you're so cute. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see how this unfolds. Is Everything is meant to be. Isn't it cool that you had to take these steps in order to find him? Yeah, I know. And it's just like, you know, it, it, I really went into paradise wanting to find my husband to find, you know, I, I know the show works and I felt like that process would be a great thing for me. And I, you know, I really, truly went in there like, man, like, I, I really hope I find my husband. And I was, you know, very let down and disappointed and hurt and, you know, things like that after I left. But, you know, like I said, it was just, I'm so glad that I went through it because, you know, if I didn't end up going on Paradise this time or whatever, I wouldn't have met Chris and, and then I wouldn't have caught, like, it's just crazy. Like, you know, everything is all connected. It really is. Angela. You, you're doing awesome. We're so happy for you. <laughs> keep us uh, keep us informed. We'll be watching your social. Ashley and I are big fans. Congratulations oh, on you know what? Let's not let's not go overboard here. But congratulations on a really good story and hopefully a love story that will last from the Bachelor franchise. Angela, thanks for coming uh, on the Almost Famous podcast. <laughs> thanks, guys. I know. I'm glad that I got to you know talk to you and update you guys. All right. Talk to you soon. Well, now we got to talk to Joe. But before we talk to Joe, we got to talk about how Joe has the most amazing skin. He told me that he likes BioClarity. It's wild. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. You know what? He needs to join us on that really good skin club. 
You've got good skin, Ashley. Thanks. Um, he, I, I have good skin when I have foundation on. It's all clear, but I just have a lot of spots that I have to hide. It's all good. Joe's been using BioClarity because he's been sweating a lot during dance practice, and this keeps him from getting all that bacteria to cre- that creates all the acne. It's not good. We've talked about BioClarity many times. Uh, we found uh, BioClarity, uh, you know, I don't know, a year and a half ago, really. Yeah. And it's been something that we've we've really appreciated ever since. Like we said, Joe's using it, but uh, we found this great, clean, and green skincare line that helps us get naturally glowing skin. It has this new ingredient called Floralux. It actually is crazy, which is a clever form of chlorophyll that nourishes the skin, soothing away blemishes, reducing redness, and makes your skin look absolutely radiant. Grow your glow with one of BioClarity's powerful plant-based products. The essential routine for normal dry skin, we've talked about it most weeks, Mm -hmm. but just to remind you, three-step skincare regimen that is packed with gentle botanicals that nurture your natural radiance, cleanse, restore, and hydrate. The cool part about BioClarity is it's it's like a, a filter reducer on Instagram. So you take pictures with after using BioClarity, you don't need a filter. Because you just look that good naturally. <laughs> so true. Now you can enhance your daily BioClarity skincare routine with bi- one of BioClarity's new face masks. The Clarifying Mask, BioClarity's Pore Purifier, even skin, co- cl- oh, geez. even skin tone and texture and shrinks the appearance of pores. It won't overdry your skin. Now BioClarity can treat your whole body with their new product, Beauty Boost beauty supplement these twice daily skincare supplements what is it i haven't used this yet but i'm definitely getting it because i'm all about the new internal beauty thing you know where you take a supplement and it's supposed to be good for your skin from the inside out this is it one of those sense. yeah i've never i haven't taken this either this must be it is brand new but that makes sense right oh I mean, yeah don't treat the outside treat the inside yeah it's just like everything good in life these twice daily skin supplements will naturally bring out your skin's radiance packed with all the vitamins and nutrients to give your skin the best it needs from the inside out. Get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com. Our listeners, listen up. We'll get 15% off their entire first purchase plus shipping is free when you buy a routine and it comes with 100% risk-free money back guarantee, but you need to enter our code. Famous. That's bioclarity.com. Enter our code famous today. Speaking of famous, he's not almost famous. He's real famous. He is real famous. Joe, hey. What's up? How are you doing? What are you doing? I am having anxiety issues right now. Getting ready for uh, you hit the stage in about four hours. Yeah, yeah, but I got to get out there. Uh, we have just rehearsal in like 15 minutes, which is always fun, you know? So last week... You sound a little nervous, Yeah, buddy. yeah, you really do. Well, Ben, that's because I am nervous. Okay? <laughs> I'm, nervous. I'm nervous every day now because Aww. I have to So... Oh, Joe. We're, we're having a lot of fun here. He's like just saying he's having a lot of fun. He just wants to get off this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, guys, I'm freaking out and I don't want to talk to you and I just can't tell you that. <laughs> That's what I do. I just say, oh, you don't lose my mind. But you know, it's fun. I love it. You know, it's a great time. Good time. Good time okay. over here. 
Joe, you may be the worst dancer to ever win Dancing with the Stars. You didn't do so fabulous last week. I mean, I thought you did great, but like the experts apparently didn't think you did great, but the fans thought you did great. So you think that the I... fan vote is going to get you really far? And do you even <laughs> want to be on this show that long? Yeah, I was going to say, do you even want to be there? Um, you know, <laughs> ooh, I don't know. I mean... I would have to get better. <laughs> like that's just gonna have to happen in order for me to stay on the show. I think, um, or otherwise, people are just gonna stop voting for me. Um, oh. I would like, I would like to get better. It's just, you know, I never danced before, so that was the first dance I learned, and I screwed it up. But I can only go up from here. I can't get much worse. Are you enjoying this at all? <laughs> Be honest with us. We're a safe place. Yeah, no, I get it. Nobody else is listening. Um, I, I, I do. I enjoy it. I'm having a good time. But I mean, like, show days are a little rough. Yeah, Mondays and Tuesdays, right? Yeah, Mondays and Tuesdays. It's gonna just keep getting, you know, more difficult and more difficult. More dances. Well, we're gonna be but, praying for you. <laughs> I do. Yeah, pray for you. So I do have a great partner though, Jenna Johnson. She's amazing. She knows how to dance, so have you been she re- makes it work. Have you been rehearsing with Kendall at all? Uh, yeah, Kendall. Kendall helps me practice. She's she's not bad either. She's uh, she picked it up a lot quicker than me. Like when she went to my practice, what it took me seven days to pick up and screw up. She picked it up in like two minutes. So I this is okay. Just let's. Uh, this is pretty cool for us. We get to talk to Joe right before he goes on to Dancing with the Stars. I mean, you're dancing tonight. I, I'm always intrigued, and a couple of the bachelors in the past have done this, and, and bachelor contestants and people that we know. I mean, you have to be, and I know you've said it, but how nervous are you preparing for this? Like, how nervous are all the celebrities and stars getting ready to go out there and dance? This isn't, this is, you know, I did Millionaire. Ashley, you and I talked about this. Millionaire with Chris Harrison, and I was as nervous as I've ever been for anything on television because I thought I was going to be done right away. Mm -hmm. I would imagine every week on Dancing with the Stars is that times a bajillion. Yeah, it's like, so... Even when I'm out, like, at a bar, me and Kendall are at a bar, and she starts dancing, I get anxiety just doing that. So being here, being on television, you know, there's 700 people in the stand and millions watching. Yeah, I think I have many heart attacks throughout the day. I mean, I think that's what's going on. You shortening years off my life. Oh, Joe. I remember you told me that when Chris Harrison sat on that couch with you and said, Joe, Dancing with the Stars would like to have you as one of their contestants, you truly felt like you wanted to say no. I almost said no. Yeah. I really did. Like my my initial reaction was no. No. Next. (laughs) Got something else for me because there's no way I can do that. Um but, you know, I'm happy I did it. It's It's been a lot of fun, even with all the nerves and anxiety. I'm still, uh, I'm still finding a way to enjoy myself. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I believe you, buddy. I really don't. But anyways, no, how's I, life I, with I, Kendall? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm small. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's really, I mean, this show really, I mean, they really take care of you. And it's, it's I mean, it's nice. It really is. It's just that the hard parts are, our show days, you know, you get a little nerve-wracking, a little nerve-wracking. What was more nerve-wracking, coming out of the limo or your first dance? 
Oh, I knew that. I knew that question was coming. Um, the limo, the limo was only because I never was ever in front of a camera really before that, mm-hmm. so I, I didn't know what to expect. I feel like now if I got out of limo, I'd be like a pro in it. But um, the limo, the limo was more nerve wracking. Wow, interesting. Yeah. That so, was really hard for me. I don't know why, but it was really difficult. Well, we know because you got eliminated night one. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, give us a little teaser of what we're expecting tonight. Uh, I know we got to let you go. I know you're busy, but tonight, how confident do you feel in this dance? Ben, I'm, I honestly think I'm going to nail this dance tonight. Hey! <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, Joe. And I'll be wearing suspenders, so there you go. That's your teaser. Aw. Yep. Joe, uh, Jared and I will be in the audience rooting you on tomorrow night. Awesome. We'll see that. I appreciate you guys uh, coming. It's great. I can't wait. I need people to cheer for me. Vote, vote 12 times. <laughs> All right, we hey, will. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Poor guy. <laughs> I Just know. So He's so nervous. It's great, though. It really is. I can't imagine doing it. I, I, I think you'd probably be pretty good at it, but like, you have to be really nervous going on stage there. Yeah, but Ben, you know that I hate dancing. Like, I don't dance in the club. I'm the snottiest looking person in the club. Resting bitch face doesn't do it justice. I look miserable because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you saw this Insta story that Jared put up a couple of days ago. He played hairspray. I was dancing all around the apartment. That's the only kind of dancing I feel natural with. You play Broadway music in the club, I'll get up. But any <laughs> other type of music, I, my body cannot move to. It refuses to. I I'm with you. This interesting now. All these kids in the club in <laughs> Vegas. Um, I I didn't know if people still grinded or like <laughs> how people dance in the club these days. But we were just out there, like we said. And I sit on the side, and and it, it really does make me a worse person to be in the club for no other reason other than I just complain. And I don't mean to complain, me but too. I do. That's why I don't go because I it's, feel oh, like oh the music's too loud. My drinks are too expensive. <laughs> uh. There's too many flashing lights. Oh, this, you know, the my buddy next to me has some girl making out with him and <laughs> things feel awkward because I shouldn't be here for this. Like, none of it makes sense to me. And here's the crazy part is you just want to have, okay, Ash, what if I just want to have a nice tequila and soda or a, an old-fashioned? And, and that sounds fun to me. I'm going to get crazy. It's like 30 bucks. Yeah, I know. Doesn't make any sense. Um, I feel like I'm the worst version of myself in the club, but if you give me like two glasses of like cranberry vodka and then I go and play Broadway music in my hotel room, that is a party to me. Yeah. And then Jared's there shirtless. Um, Hey, uh, you know what else makes me the best version of myself? Could it be Latote? It really could be. Latote definitely makes me, Ash, the absolute best version of myself. And I think it makes you the best version of yourself yeah. because you'd be looking fly. Ash, tell them about Latote. I was going to say Latote is probably more for me. You can <laughs> – the the main – the amazing thing about Latote is that it makes – everything about shopping easier than going into the store because you can rent unlimited fashion. You just wear it, you return it, and then you get more fashion that fits you great because everything, there's like fitters 
They take your measurements and ratings and they learn not just about what your size is, like your numbers, but the nuances about how you like your clothes to fit. Like I like my tops to be fitted, but I kind of like my pants to be a little bit looser just because of my body shape. And with Latote, you can do that. Women normally return 40 to 70% of the clothing that they buy. That's like outrageous. I can't believe that. And Latote created their universal sizing system to fit across all different brands because sometimes you'll go to Gap and you'll be one size and you go to Express and you're a different size, but Latote eliminates that hassle. So the seamstress teams, they work to match to universal and specific sizing. And you get to rent pieces that fit, and then you get to set in the back so you're never an outfit repeater. I've noticed that sometimes I've been I've been like wanting to repeat outfits, and then I just have to remind myself to go to Latote. Because with Latote, I can rent unlimited fashion. I just wear it, return it, and discover more. It'll take the stress out of getting dressed. Go to Latote.com. That is L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. Enter the promo code Almost Famous at checkout to get 20% off your first month. Again, that is Latote, L-E-T-O-T-E dot com and enter the code Almost Famous. Absolutely awesome. Hey, Ash, we uh, it is the off season. It doesn't feel like it. The last couple of podcasts, we have had massive Bachelor news. I mean, it really feels like we could talk about The Bachelor forever and ever and never talk about ourselves, which is what the off season is all about. Um, so today we have to talk about Bachelor news. So in this segment, we're going to run everybody through as quick as possible. Ash, I'll read the headline. You comment as much as you know or as much as you want to. Okay. We're going to scroll through some of the biggest Bachelor news and Bachelor Nation this week. Angela and Clay was definitely one of those. Congratulations to them on, on their new love. Uh, JoJo and Jordan, one of America's favorite couples, have a new web series. It's called Engaged with JoJo and Jordan. I didn't even know about this. I saw it on Instagram. Ashley, what is it? So it's this new once a week series where Jordan and Jojo get together on a couch and they just make it seem like they are talking to you straight from their living room about different kind of relationship issues, what they did during the week, I think, but also just like fan questions or stuff that is of fan interest about how they navigate their relationship because they are all over the place all the time. It seems like they have a zillion shows either in the works or then he has the ESPN thing. So it's all going to be about how you have a young, engaged couple and how how they work together and how they can help other people get through their relationship struggles. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little envious, I'll be honest, um, because I thought that's what uh, Happily Ever After was going to be. It's like a really good feeling show where it highlights a really healthy couple. It shows the struggles, but it also shows the successes. And it, it, it never became that. Uh. It, it felt a lot more, I guess, dark. And just, it always felt like, it just felt like it was, there was things being pulled out of us that I mean, okay. So if you have a sensitive spot in your relationship, it felt like the show was trying to pull that out always, instead of highlighting the, the ways that we could get, you know, over it. So I'm, I'm envious. I think this is going to be good for him, especially if it feels good and it, and it, and it feels like a healthy show. Yeah, it, that you're right. Um, Happily Ever After was kind of like marriage boot camp, where I feel like yeah. it, it wasn't an issue in your relationship until then it was a storyline. And then once it was a storyline, it was an actual problem in your relationship. Like topics yeah. that, they, that, hmm, that were just like a little blip in the radar became huge problems after the show kind of exploited it. Yeah, I mean, it's small things like... Lauren doesn't know that I have an allergy to a certain food. Oh, Lauren 
Does, does that make you sad that Lauren doesn't know you, Ben? And Lauren, is it weird that you don't know? And once you start infiltrating yourself with those kind of thoughts and allowing them in your bed, it really messes with you. So, uh, you know, if JoJo and Jordan were to ask me, should they do a show about their relationship? I would have said no. But it sounds like this show is one that could be good for everybody to watch. So, hey, check out JoJo and Jordan uh, on Engaged with JoJo and Jordan. They could have came up with a better name. Not very creative. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it is uh, not very creative. <laughs> uh, oh, I think it's engaged, Luke. like being like engaged in conversation and also being engaged with a ring on your finger. Per- I, perhaps. I, you're stretching, Ashley. I might you're be. really giving these people a lot of credit. <laughs> Um, all right, next headline, Luke Pell tweets and deletes support for Kavanaugh. Got serious backlash is what we're told. Interesting. Um, you know, the, if you haven't heard the name Kavanaugh here in the last two weeks, uh, you're hiding under the rock. Uh, his trial is going on right now. He's sitting in front of Senate, and Luke decides to show support. And, and I mean, like – you always hate to question anybody's political beliefs or religious beliefs. We, this isn't a podcast to do that, and this isn't the, the platform to do that. But I think anytime you're in the spotlight, I think the lesson learned here is when you do speak up in support of either way, mm-hmm. either thing, you know, yeah. I mean, it's things as far as even gun control or uh, the environment or individuals like this, you have to walk, you have to be careful and you have to be ready for backlash, I think is the big, big key thing. If you're going to talk up, and share your opinion, you're going to have to be ready for backlash. Well, that's what I'm confused. Like, he tweeted it. He had to have known that he was going to abandon at least 50% of his audience with the comments, mm-hmm. and then he deletes it as if he didn't know he was going to have that kind of backlash. Like, I thought that, you know, if you put it out there, you know it's not going to die. Once it's out there and you're a public figure, people can find it. Definitely. I wonder what the repercussions are from this. We talked about this at iHeartFest, kind of how some people in Bachelor Nation, and it seems like more and more over the last couple of years have been, uh, you know, accused of some really terrible things. And not saying that, you know, Luke tweeting is a terrible thing, but Bachelor Nation has had some, some, you know, scars and some bruises here recently. I'm thinking of uh, the guy from this season, uh, Becca season, that was, uh, that found out that he, you know, had, um, um, was accused of abusing oh. somebody. Oh, Lincoln? What do you mean? Lincoln? Lincoln, yeah. It, there's it, and Leo, you know, Leo doing the crazy yeah. stuff and all that. What are the repercussions for somebody in this franchise or just a celebrity in general when they make a really bad decision? Well, they lose followers, <laughs> they lose fans, yeah. they lose support. You think? I mean, so all this kind of circles around over and over. Like it, it puts them more in the spotlight than they would have been, right? We would never be talking about Leo or Lincoln unless they made a really bad decision. Okay, so it kind of goes back to like all press is good press. All press is good press if all your goal is is to gain fame and notoriety and have your name thrown around, right? But if you want to be looked at in a certain light, you probably don't think that all press is good press. I agree. You just, you know, we, we need to be uh, aware that to that even though people are known and they're celebrity, they're not always making the best decisions. They don't know anything more than anybody else. Um, so this is a unique, a very unique situation for Luke. Uh, you know what? I, I don't think it is a, a huge, you know, bruise or wound to his image, but I do think he will be criticized. And if you're going to talk politics, if you're going to talk religion, you have to be open to debate. And so Luke will be the center of debate um, for a while now. Well, Luke, uh, well, actually, Ben, I have a question about this. Yeah. 
um, Luke, he already wasn't in a very good light, especially with women after mm. the whole thing with Stassi on Bachelor Winter Games. So just interesting that he would even vocalize an opinion on all this. Yeah, or maybe he just doesn't. Maybe he just doesn't mind. I mean, he deleted it, so he obviously minds a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I. Is, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and then I have another question for you. Um, I was always like raised in a family who kind of thought you talk politics and religion just with your kind of close circle, your family and your friends, and it's not something that you have to put out there because your opinion, like my personal opinion on these matters, shouldn't really, I, I shouldn't be able to sway anybody else. I don't know. That's just kind of how I was yeah. raised, just to like not really infringe my own opinion on other people. How are you? Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I can fully agree with that. Let me tell you why. Okay. Um, one is I don't think – so oftentimes um, the loudest voice is heard the most every time, really. And so you have a lot of people who in politics, politics especially today, is they voice their opinion very loudly. And so if you disagree with that, are you just going to allow – that opinion to be the only one heard? And are you going to feel then isolated and alone when nobody else is speaking up? And so I do think in politics, we need to start talking more, but we have to come in with a respect and understanding that not all of us are going to agree and believe the same thing. And I think the more we talk, the more we can kind of come to a middle ground, uh, you know, with each other and a balance. So I do think that's important with religion. I have, you know, and Ashley, this is just a weird place for me because if you don't know my faith, I don't make a lot of sense to you. And I think that is kind of the case with everybody. You know, if you don't know what they believe or when you ask them, hey, what is your view of the world? What is your worldview? What do you believe is truth? If you don't allow them to answer that and if you don't really want to hear it, they won't make a ton of sense to you on why they make the decisions they do. And so you don't have to talk religion. I, I don't I'm not trying to convert you every time I talk to you to mm -hmm. believe in Jesus. But I do think it's important that you understand that that's where I'm coming from so that if, you know, I do say no to something or if, you know, maybe I do go out of my way for something that just doesn't make a lot of sense to anybody else. You go, well, it's coming from uh, something that he believes is a bigger calling or a bigger purpose. Um, and the same thing would be for you and, and your beliefs. So I do think I want to live in a world, Ashley, where people can openly discuss and talk. Um, and yes, we are held accountable for some of our opinions, but we can discuss them at least. That's kind of my 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 dream. Politics is obviously close to your heart as you wanted mm -hmm. to run for office, but you weren't allowed to because of contractual things uh, about a year ago. But you never yeah. talk about it. So, yeah. so uh, well, you know, this this podcast doesn't really seem one that, like one the audience <laughs> would love to hear my opinion on, you know, the public schools or transportation. That, see, that's kind of like my that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, I know, too. And this is just kind of a so being social. I know, Ashley, that you're like our friendship uh, is I, something that I hold very uh, special to me and deep. And, and I appreciate it. But I also know that you and I are going to get into a political conversation. I know that you and I, <laughs> our friendship doesn't go there. We could do so it off ever... camera. We could do it off radio, though. But we but I also know that that's probably not going to be the case. Like, you know, it's just in life. This isn't the platform for it. Um, speaking of platforms, uh we I have a headline here. This one's unique. I'm just reading it. Chase McNary opening up a restaurant in Colorado. I don't even know if he lived here anymore. Oh, he moved um, back. Oh, he did move back. Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, 
big deal for him. Uh, congratulations. That's that's a huge, huge thing. Uh, he's opening up in uh, Loda, which is lower downtown, right by Coors Field. It's It sounds like more of like a bar kind of place to get a drink. Not exactly known for its food, but a, like a hangout spot. That's a huge, uh, it's a huge investment, a big undertaking. Yeah. And uh, I mean, good for him. I've, I've wanted Jared to open his own restaurant in Rhode Island for a while now because he used to be a yeah. restaurant manager. He loves being in that environment. I'm like, Jared. So um, hello to any restaurant investors out in the New England area. We would love uh, to a restaurant on the water. Um, <laughs> Ashley, you might know this. What does Chase McNary do for a living? I'm not 100% sure. He is an entrepreneur. I mean, come on. I mean, I really all? don't know. I mean, yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, good for him. That's exciting. I, ho- I hope it's busy. I'm opening up my restaurant, too. I know. Why am I not a headline? I've never been a headline. That's because you're humble. <laughs> and you're on this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, good for Chase. Uh, good for his team. Denver, uh, Denver is popping and growing. It really and, uh, is. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, okay. Next headline. I don't understand this one at all. Kim Solsiak yeah. was in talks. I don't, who is that? Kim Solsiak was a housewife, and then she got her own show, Don't Be Tardy, and she's married to an NFL player. She's just like an outrageous lady, but she's pretty entertaining to watch. But apparently, okay. uh, 14 years ago, she was asked to be the Bachelorette, and I'm kind of confused why. What was she 14 years ago? Because this is way before Housewives. I feel like everybody comes out of the woodwork being like, did you know that I was in the running to be the next Bachelor or Bachelorette back in the mid-2000s? And it's like, eh, how many of those talks were real, were had seriously? Like, were there contracts in front of them? Yeah, Jenny McCarthy it, also said that she was in the running, but I believe Jenny a little bit more. I, I just wonder, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they talked to a lot of people. And and these, I just read a headline, actually, I when I was Googling Cole or Chase McNary's name uh, to kind of figure out what he was doing, there's this headline that he came out on Us Weekly and was like, yeah, I was in talks to be The Bachelor. Well, yeah, no, no duh. Like, of course you were. Yeah. Like, you were you were on the show. I mean, Wells Adams was in talks to be The Bachelor. Joe was in talks to be. Like, yeah. A lot of people get in talks to become The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Yeah. And they even, a lot of people sign contracts um, that, that are not, you know, that are pending if they're chosen or not just to have them there. Ben, doesn't that but happen? That's... Doesn't that happen that where like they usually have a backup having signed the contract? And I think this season they had like the three of them sign contracts. They do most seasons, honestly. Yeah. Who was yours? Um, yeah. Who was your backup? They did. It wasn't uh, Jared for some reason. It wasn't Jared. I think it was Nick Vile, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was Nick Vile or Ben Zorn was. No, um... I heard that's a rumor that Ben made up himself. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you never know. Again, you never know. And and so it was always kind of – I remember when I got on the show finally, I was kind of insecure about the fact that I thought they wanted somebody else and that I was like that backup option, that backup plan. And they they swore to me that I wasn't. Um, but then I got off the show and I heard that Ben Zorn had said, oh, yeah, like I was going to be the guy. Uh, they wanted me and I just no. had to turn it down. No, no, And so then no, I was like, well, I definitely happen. wasn't the bachelor option. No, Ben, you were their like only option that season and not only option as in like Jared could have been a great bachelor. Ben, I mean, Nick was a great bachelor, but like that season, they definitely just wanted you. Their heart was set. That's well, let them have their moment. Okay, you know, you know, (laughs) let them have their moment. Okay. Oh, we have another headline here. 
Bolin Branch is the softest, most comfortable, 100% organic sheets you will ever sleep on. Yeah, they're freaking fantastic. Yes, they sell only online at BolinBranch.com because their sheets cost less than half of the other designer brands, but they're twice the quality. How about that for a headline? Twice the quality, half the price. They're made from 100% organic cotton. Like I said, they start out soft, but then they get even softer over time. It's like magic. Three U.S. presidents sleep on Bolin Branch sheets. That's how good they are. You won't believe how comfortable they are until you actually try them. And you can try them for a whole month. And if they're not the most comfortable sheets you've ever slept on, slept on, <laughs> you, you can send them back for a full refund. Yeah. You can test drive your sheets. No risk means no reason not to try them. Plus, you will get $50 off your first set of sheets at BowlinBranch.com when you use our promo code, which is almost famous. It is spelled Bowl, B-O-L-L, and Branch.com. Promo code almost famous for $50 off your first set of sheets. BowlinBranch.com, promo code almost famous, and sleep like a president. Pretty cool. All right, are you guys ready for... Maybe the craziest Bachelor franchise story we've heard in a very, very long time. It happened on Bachelor Vietnam. Ben, you want to read them this headline? I would love to. This is love is love and love exists in the Bachelor world no matter where you're at on this globe. Bachelor Vietnam in a headline making rose ceremony posted online this week. Two women from this year's Bachelor Vietnam tell each other to come home with me. They leave the show for each other. Okay, so then when the women left, the one of the women handed her rose back to the bachelor and said, I know you'll find someone who really loves you before the two women took off and departed the rose ceremony together. Unbelievable. Okay, so so let's break this down. Two women meet each other. This isn't the first time this has happened. This nope. happened in Bachelor Australia mm-hmm. with Tiffany James. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, they found each other. I don't think they left the show they together, didn't. though. They, they, they formed a relationship off camera. Yeah, so this, this is unheard of in the Bachelor Nation. It's something that we've kind of thought could happen before. This could happen on the franchise. So I guess the interesting – when is this going to happen in the U.S.? I don't know, but uh, when Lance Bass, when we were talking to Lance Bass a couple weeks ago, he said that the reason that they couldn't do, was it Lance who said this? I think it was. I don't want to credit him with something if it was if he didn't say it. So sorry, Lance, if you didn't say this. But he was like, they probably can't do a gay bachelor because a lot of the guys would be falling in love with each other in the house and not really give that a crap sense. who the bachelor is. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's typically when you talk to people. I mean, that 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 could happen right there's nothing stopping that i think there's been a couple uh bravo i think did a, a show and that ended up happening on bravo well yeah uh, lance know. hosted the gay version of the bachelor on one of the cable networks and maybe that okay. is what happened yeah and so it just i mean it, it could happen but i'm thinking this is this is kind of unheard of that two people going on the bachelor two women or two men going on the bachelor i kind of leave and fall in love with each other it kind of reminds me honestly of who we talked to earlier angela and clay people can find love in so many crazy ways and the bachelor if, if, if my understanding is correctly when the show was created it was just supposed to be a platform for people to fall in love on that was what it is and so people are doing it in all sorts of ways love yeah. is love yeah. but how good of television was this? I mean, absolutely shocking. So good. I need to go and find subtitles so I can 
watch this. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's uh, – but hey, congratulations to the two women leaving Bachelor Vietnam together in love. Um, cool storyline. You're all over the U.S. You're making headlines across the globe right now. I'm sure their lives have been shaken and shook. Uh, but we support you and, uh, Hey, go find love. And you know something I love, Ashley, fab fit fun. Fab fit fun. Fit fun is something that you and I both love. We support and we talk about fab fit fun is a seasonal subscription box with full size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value over $200. The fall box is available now. So sign up before they sell out. You will not want to miss this box. Getting your FabFitFun box in the mail feels like Christmas four times a year. This time, skincare from Glam Glow, Kate Somerville, beauty products from Tarte, Mora Cannoli. Hey, if you're interested in this box, it is worth it. It's always worth it. We're proud of it. We're proud they're a sponsor. Check out FabFitFun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS so you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Again, that's FabFitFun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS. You, yes, you listening, deserve to treat yourself. Pardon me if we talked about this last week, but I think you said that you tried to get you you had your assistant get you two months off without traveling because you wanted to have a more stable home life and you wanted yep. to start dating. Did we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. We well, I don't think we've talked about it, um, but yeah, it's something that's important to me. I generous is going really well, Ashley, and there's some cool stuff happening. Uh, we like I've you know we've talked about a couple of times the cool updates on generous, and that's it's always a pleasure and 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 something that I'm really excited to talk about in here. But we don't need to do it today. Um, but it's going great, and we're starting to build foundations and structures that I, it allows me to have a little more free time. Mm-hmm. It's not just on my shoulders, and it's not just me, you know, plugging in data and responding to emails. There's a good team around us now, and so as a result, I. Uh, personally found that I needed to start investing in, in just myself a little bit, get into a routine, um, be in Denver. You know, you're, it's not a good thing when your friends, ha- when you start hanging out with your friends again, when they have all these stories and things that they're talking about and you realize that you haven't been a, in, a part of any of them in the last year and that you're like, Aww. you're still neighbors with them. Um, and so I just, my assistant actually came to me and said, Ben, you're traveling all the time. Um, I see your schedule more than anybody else. Uh, I think it's time for you to take a little break. And so we haven't booked anything, um, uh, any long trips uh, now really towards the end of the year. So my family, my parents and I are going to go on a vacation together, which we haven't done in in years. Uh, I'm going to go on a vacation with my friends. Things are good, Ash. And this podcast is definitely one of those. Um, It kind of reminded me just to kind of close out here. And then I'm going to start the off season with something that just really infuriates me. Um, (laughs) But it reminded me in Las Vegas with our good buddy Easton was there, hoops out the show. Easton's right uh, here, and he's such a sweetness. Hi. He's a sweet, sweet man. <laughs> hi, Easton. Um, iHeart's a really good place to do a podcast, and they support us well. There is literally cornhole boards with our pictures on it. There was a door that had our pictures on it. Too cool. Uh, podcasts are growing at iHeart, and and we are, are trying our best. Um to just keep this thing being as cool and fun and interesting as possible. And it's the off season, so it's a hard time to do it. But if you need an action item, everybody out there listening, go out and vote for Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya oh, for the so People's cool. Choice Award. That's happening right now. Good for them. And we they're a part of our podcast family. Uh, we want to support them as much as we can. 
And so make sure you go out there and vote. Uh, I don't know where you do it, but I'm sure you can Google it. So just Google how you can vote for for Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya. And with that, hey, Ash, I don't know if you ever like to stick things in places. Wait, so what was that? I'm, I, I don't know if you're a big fan of trying to stick things in places. Oh, and that's do it weird. If you want to do it correctly or not. Hmm. Because I'm not good at it. I'm really bad. I never seem like to make the right thing. Like in fit. a door? That could be one of those things. That's a good example. But that's easier than what I'm about to talk about. Okay. I don't know if you've ever tried in your computer or nowadays at the hotels, uh, which never seem to work. These things always seem to be broken. Those USB ports. And you oh, have the okay. cord with the USB port on it. And you have the little plug-in. That, there's literally a 50-50 option that you're going to get it right. But I don't know what it is about me. I can never get it right. So I'm wondering The first why time? And then you have to flip ne- it? Flip it. And then even when I flip it, I seem to get it wrong. Weird. I, exactly. And it infuriates me. Because there's nothing worse than growing up. And my one skill as a three-year-old <laughs> was putting the blocks in the right shapes. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have like a circle block and you got to put the block through the circle block and the star. And you and I was great at it. This- I was a fantastic sticker this conversation could get so dirty well don't let it go there how was your first time then (laughs) well i got the star and the star block on my first try on my first time okay (laughs) anyways the bin bitches this week is we need to find a better way to stick stuff in things (laughs) and usb ports are way too hard to do it i'm tired of feeling like my one skill set as a child is not being used correctly today. So with that, USB creators, please find a better way. Hey, everybody out there, this has been the Almost Famous Podcast. Uh, this is episode two of the offseason. We have a huge offseason in front of us. We're going to be talking a, a lot to uh, Bachelor contestants, former Bachelor contestants, Bachelor news coming up, and, and there's been a plethora of it. Uh, we're going to catch up on Ashley and I's life. I, I think it's important for anybody out there listening to know a little bit more about Ashley and I, and this offseason is a time to do it because when the Bachelor is on, these podcasts last an hour and a half, and all we talk about is probably going to be Colton and Becca and you know who they're making out with next. So, um, And one of those things about the offseason that I love the most is that we get to take – Listener emails. So, Ashley, I know we have an email that you want to read that you're a big fan of. Please tell us who it's from and what it's about. It's kind of sad. It's from Alex. She said, I recently had a run-in with someone from Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, and as a huge fan of the show, I was really disappointed in the way that this person spoke to me when I tried to interact with her. I understand it's probably frustrating to get a lot of fan attention all the time. However, it really turned me off, and I was disappointed that I got practically blown off when I was trying to tell her how great I thought she was. I did my best to wait for a calm moment, and I didn't interrupt a conversation or anything. How do you want fans to approach you? Do you like the attention? Do you find taking pictures with fans fun or annoying? I find them very fun. I think it's great. Um, I love it when... I love hearing what they say. A lot of the people come to you with really personal antidotes and how they related to me or anybody else in the show, and it's just the nicest thing. Can I – I may say something now that I maybe that may be a risk, but um, sometimes people come up to Jared and I, and they'll just look at me, and they don't talk to him, and it's really awkward. They like, don't mm-hmm. make eye contact with him. And I don't know whether it's an approachability thing, like whether 
people look at me and like I'm the girl and I'm easier to talk to and Jared just can come across as more intimidating because like he's a really handsome guy and usually it's girls coming <laughs> up to us. To look at it. Yeah. yeah, but it's weird because sometimes it'll be like they just focus on me and like he would like some he'd like some love. I, I you know I think it's never and and I agree with you. You you and Jared both are really um I, I think good. And maybe it's because you're brand new as a couple kind of in the public and people really love to come up to you and you're really good at listening and, and being attentive to to what they're saying. I get where, you know, celebrities who have been around for a long time could be tired of people coming up to them. I, I you know, when you're just trying to go out to dinner, you're just trying to walk and go shopping, or you're just trying to listen to music at a concert, I can get where, you know, the distractions could be tiring. I, the only things that really frustrate me, Ashley, mm-hmm. um, cause the rest of the time I actually kind of, you know, it's, it's fun to talk to new people. I, I love when people come up and say, Hey, they're a fan of the podcast or they're a fan of whatever, you know, generous or they're a fan of the show or whatever they want to say. I, I, I do enjoy that. It's, it's, fun for me there's a few times i've noticed that i get irritated What's and that? this is it um when you're out to dinner and people continually come up to your table as you're eating i just think it's hard to get especially when you're out with friends and and you know you're not out with friends very often you just want to spend their time you want to focus on that friendship and people are cont- continually interrupting it i think that's hard the second one is concerts when you're trying to listen to music, you're kind of like, say it's a good acoustic set. I went to a Eric Church a few years ago. It was acoustic set with a bunch of people, and I had a whole line of people wanting to take pictures. So for an hour, I missed, I missed the show, and that was frustrating because as much as I would love to just be talking to everybody, I also am there to enjoy music that I don't – that there's no other way for me to enjoy other than to go to that concert. So I do get where people could be standoffish, but – for me, it's always exciting. I enjoy it. In the most appropriate situations, I love it when people come up to me. It makes me feel um, makes me feel special. Honestly, it makes me feel I have friends all over the U.S. That's so true. I have so much fun with it. I love it, and I like I like to make it more of a moment. Like when people come up and they're like, "Can we get a picture?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course you can get a picture." But I like to actually like have a conversation and make it a moment. Um, and another thing that is always really hard and very rude is when people will come up to Jared and I and they'll be like, Ashley, I love you. You're so great. I've been nerding for the entire time. Jared, I really hated you for a while. And they'll be like, you were such a dick or you were so dumb. And Jared's like, I can say I'm dumb as until the cows come home. He says he's dumb all the time for how long it took for, for him. But I don't know if it's their place. It's really not their place to like look at him straight in the face and be like, you are a dumbass, you know? Well, and people, people don't really even know what they're saying. I, I, I don't think people get it that they're, they're, they're saying these comments and they're giving their opinions and criticism, not knowing exactly how much it, act, it, it really affects people. Yeah. Um, I know when people come up to me and they say things uh, as much as even like I can laugh it off or I'm over it or, you know, for whatever, let's just use Jared example. I'm sure it still affects him It does, and it still hurts him a little bit. So just, you know, I think be courteous yesterday on Instagram, I posted a picture about generous coffee and it's, uh, it was national coffee day two days ago. And somebody commented back, Oh, I'm sick and tired of seeing these bachelor people do endorsements and ads, which you know what? Like you got to get over that. Cause that's not going to stop. It's literally a lot of these people's sources of income. And for me, it's the reason I, I can work for generous is because I'm able to do the podcast and also, um, endorse these products that I believe in. 
And so, but what it does is it hurts because generous is my volunteer job. I don't get paid for it. And so when she makes this comment on my Instagram, I had to respond by saying, just be careful of what you're criticizing. Cause there's a whole team of people putting their heart and soul into this project. Nobody's getting paid for it. We just believe in the mission and the vision of what we're trying to do. And so I think it's the same thing when it comes to you and Jared, like, just be careful criticizing anybody, especially in front of their spouse, because pretty soon the wrong person is going to do it. And, and mother bear Ashley is going <laughs> to bite because she's protective of little Jared. Did that ever happen with you and Lauren? Did very, anybody? Very protective. Oh, yeah. Did anyone ever, did anyone ever come to you and Lauren and be, and just like, look at her or just talk to her or say like just dumb things. The only thing that I I always blow it off. I'm like, oh, Jared, don't worry about it. It's just like she was nervous, and then that came out of her mouth. Like, how many times have I met like celebrities that I loved and worshipped, and like I had so many stupid things come out of my mouth, and I was like, oh my god, it was just word vomit. Yeah, I mean, it did happen. I think it happened both ways for Lauren and I. Someone come up to me and be like, oh, I can't believe you would tell to them and you love them. And then the people come up to her and they would say things, you know, that were inappropriate and yeah, it happened. And it just gets awkward, honestly. I mean, it's hard to shake it. It's hard to shake it off. Um, so everybody out there listening, we love you. You've been great to us. We have a ton of people come up to us over and over again, saying they listen to the podcast. Uh, and it does mean a ton to Ashley and I, that you do that. Please come up to us. Please do. Please come up to us. Yeah. I mean, this is why we're doing it. And also when you come up to us, stop telling me that you really love Ashley and that I'm just along for the ride. That hurts me. Um, just back off a little bit. I'm, I'm here for, stop I'm here for that. a good time too. Uh, hey, Ashley, we're able to do this podcast because of a, a few sponsors that we love and care about. Thank you so much to FabFitFun. Check out FabFitFun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS so you can save $10 off your first box. Latote. Go to Latote.com and enter promo code Almost famous at checkout to get 20% off your first month. Bull and Branch. Remember, you will get $50 off your first set of sheets at bullandbranch.com. Promo code almost famous. And BioClarity, get 15% off your entire first purchase. Plus, shipping is free. When you buy a routine, just enter our code famous at checkout. Hey, we just got word from our little spies out there that Garrett and Becca are shopping at Fine and Funky in Tahoe. No way. Nevada. That's a big deal. It's kind of cute. Good for them. They're shopping together, which means they're still in love, right? That's what that means. Oh, they are so in love and fun and funky is the greatest. You can shop at their uh, store online. I wore some of their stuff at the iHeart Festival. Oh, I knew it. I knew that was something fine and funky. Hey, uh, Ashton, Jared, I said hi. Uh, until next week, which I'll be in studio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking together. We're going to have a great episode, a great week. I'm going to the AMAs, the American Music Awards. Oh my God, cool. I'm going to be wearing my suit with a little bow tie, feeling fresh. You know, one thing I'm having a hard, hard time doing, Ashley, can't find a date. I mean, I'm serious. This is just to end the podcast here. This is a kind of a funny little segment. Um, I get an email from the American Music Awards saying, hey, we'd like you to come. I said, that sounds great. I don't know why me, but that sounds awesome. And they said, okay, uh, you and a date will be picked up at your hotel at you know X amount of time. And I was like, oh, I have a date, like a plus one. They're like, yeah. I haven't found a plus one yet, and the American Music Awards are eight days away. So um, this will be interesting. Uh, I could be going to, to American Music about that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm working on something. I, I, you know what I think would be really fun? And it, just for no other reason, I have this friend in Denver. Um, she was a part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and her dream was to be famous. We did this whole <laughs> thing, uh, Make Gabby Famous, uh, a few months ago. 
And I think it would be fun to find somebody like her in Los Angeles that just wants to be a part of an award show and just bring them with me because who's going to enjoy it more than somebody that really wants to be there. And, and it would be my f- first award show and it'll probably be theirs. So I'm working on that. I guess if anybody's out there listening and know of anybody that's, uh, that really would like to go to the American music awards, it has a really good story to tell somebody that it's their dream. Somebody that probably won't get this opportunity again. I please email us at, uh, Ben and Ashley, at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, that's a great option. I think, I think we could definitely find somebody through that to, that I could take to the American music awards. And, and, and please, with this, as much as I love you all, don't do any like, oh, my friend's perfect for you. Like, this will be a great date idea. You guys should definitely. Yeah. I'm not going to take that type of post. This right. isn't that. This is going to be something cool um, to create a good story uh, for me for a lifetime. So oh, anyways, hey, we love you. Ash, love you, kid. Love Have a you, great ben. week. I'll see you next week in L.A. So glad you're um, Until here. then, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Peace. Love. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.